production of WordSouth and Pioneer Utility Resources. Story Connect, the podcast. Helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. How can you connect with senior members in a virtual setting? That's what we'll be talking about on this episode of Story Connect Podcast. My name is Andy Johns, your host with WordSouth and Pioneer Utility Resources. And I'm joined on this episode by Kathy Black, who is the communication specialist over at Squatchy Valley Electric Co-op. Thanks for joining me, Kathy. Thank you for having me. Now, Kathy and I met up at the uh, the TECA conference, um, the Tennessee Electric Co-op um, conference here a couple of weeks back. And um, I wanted to first off congratulate her for this, uh, this virtual senior expo we're going to um, be talking about taking home an award. So congratulations, uh, Kathy. Thank you. Now, as soon as I, since I heard a little bit about this, I wanted to get Kathy onto an episode because I think it's a, it's a fun idea to share with other folks. Um, I know that the, the last couple of years have been a little different for everybody, to say the least. But Kathy, you guys found a way um, to, to still go ahead and, and reach out to seniors and engage with them, even if you, you couldn't do it like you maybe normally had or would have in other years. That's true. Um, our, first of all, a senior expo is normally a health and information fair for those 55 and older and their caregivers. And we normally have exhibitors set up. We have uh, local hospitals and healthcare providers um, providing cholesterol checks, blood pressure checks, all kinds of health services. And um, then we have um, people like um, representatives from Social Security, from um, human resource agencies, Mm -hmm. the Area Agency on Aging and Disability. And um, of course, in 2020, we knew that we could not have an in-person event like that, but we felt like with um, the senior population being the most vulnerable um, to uh, the COVID virus, that we, we did not want them out and about, and we knew that they weren't getting out very much, but they still needed this information and maybe more than during regular year. So, um, I talked with our um, CEO and said, what do you want to do about the Senior Expo? Do you think we could still do something to get the information to them? So he said, well, let's let's explore it and see what we can do. And um, so instead of sending out a letter that asked them to register for this event, I sent the letter uh, explaining that we weren't having a live event and asked for suggestions on you know, if you have any ideas about how we could get this information to them. And um, one of our exhibitors who was with the local uh, telephone cooperative in um, Bledsoe County, um, they cover two of our counties, Bledsoe and Sequatchie County. He was the one who does the um, filming, the videotaping, producing the programming for their local access channel. And he Um, gave me a call and said, you know, I know how much that information that you have for them when you have the speakers, because we usually do have four to six um, informational speakers at the event as well. And he said, I know how much they get out of that. And um, what would you think of us filming your speakers and then putting, putting it on the local access channels? And so I said, well, that sounds like a great idea. 
And um, so he said, well, uh, if you'll just line up the speakers, give them my phone number and um, we'll set up a time to record it. I'll meet them wherever is convenient for them. And so um, we decided that we would have, he said it would be like a 30 minute segment. And rather than having one person talk for 30 minutes, we decided that we would have three eight to 10 minute speakers. And um, that's probably a good middle, idea with yeah. people's uh, attention span being a little shorter online. Yeah. Yes. And um, our CEO said, you know, they've all been sitting at home uh, and not going anywhere. He said, make that middle section one where they get up and move. Um, because in the past, we have had get sit while you uh, get fit while you sit programs and gentle yoga and Tai Chi. So, um, uh, I got back with the people who normally help me with my programs and uh, put out the message I was looking for speakers that we could record. And I did. We ended up with um, the gentle yoga and the Tai Chi and then two physical therapists did some um, gentle movement. And so um, nice. we provided a little exercise as well. And we had someone from the health department who gave them an overview of the status of COVID as it was at that time and um, a little information about the upcoming vaccines and uh, just kind of brought them up to date there. And then um, one of our most popular speakers is always um, an attorney from Legal Aid. And so we had them come on and talk about some topics that always get a lot of questions. and. So um, we were able to get um, four videos made and we released one each month in October because that's normally when we do the senior expos and it's cooperative month. And sure. so it was two cooperatives working together. Right. And, re and releasing those each week in October. Week. Mm -hmm. Okay. Got it. And uh, okay. it was running on their local access. And Ethan said, I'm sure that if you contact Bledsoe, I mean, Ben Loman Telephone Co-op, which covers Grundy County, he said, I'm sure they'll put that on there too. So they were able to run it. And so the, our customers in um, Grundy County could see it. And actually it covered several other counties that are covered by other electric co-ops. Um, okay. And then here in Marion County, we um, have a local radio station that had a local access television station and we were able to run it there too so um, that took care of the visual part of it um, but we also had wanted to get them uh, something to put in their hands or written information and okay. um, the, um, there is a, a book called the uh, senior directory uh, that the area agency on aging and disability usually hand out and it has contact information for health departments, um, the Area Agency on Aging, uh, CETHRA, um, and lots of information that seniors would like about senior housing and other programs. So um, we were able to get enough of these that we could get out uh, to all the counties. I think we got about 1,200 of them last year. and. Um, then we put together a senior ex, uh, a, a senior expo directory of local resources, food banks, 
clothing uh, closets, um, cancer support groups, um, extension offices, health departments, uh, senior centers, and um, we put that in our packets as well. And then a few of our exhibitors uh, also provided us with information from their um, businesses and organizations um, to put in the packets. And uh, we distributed the packets through the local senior centers in each county and mm -hmm. through the food banks in each county. So we were able to get Smart. packets out to about 1,200 people. Excellent. And I didn't realize when we, when, you know, we had the idea to put this together and when, you know, before we started, I didn't even realize that you, it was cooperative month and working with other cooperatives. That's, that's very cool. Folks who are listeners to the podcast will probably remember we've had folks from uh, Ben Loman on, I believe we've had Ethan on uh, the podcast as well. So it's nice when things come together and, and a, a good chunk of middle Tennessee there sounds like benefited mm -hmm. from, um, from the work that you guys were doing. Yes. So how long have you guys been been putting on the Senior Expo before it, before it went virtual? Is, it, is something, it sounds like not just something y'all sponsor, but something you guys host we, we and kind of make it. happen. We host it. We started in 1999, so we've done this okay. for 20 years. And it's grown, uh, we've outgrown a couple of venues. We had to go to someplace larger. Um, and um, the real one, we start at eight o'clock and we have um, a breakfast so that they can eat after they've had their cholesterol checked. And then we have- uh, It's probably better to, uh, to check the cholesterol first before you go and have right. the, yeah, the, the biscuits first, and sausage and bacon or whatever you all are serving. Yeah, that first year, we didn't figure that. So uh, okay. uh, we had to change. Our first year was, <laughs> we put it together in a couple of months, uh, Mike Parton and I went to a meeting in August and we heard about this event that they were doing in, I think, Huntsville. And he said, we need to do that. Let's do it in October. <laughs> so uh, it was a, it was thrown together that year, but we've sure. learned a lot and yeah. um, we feed them breakfast. We have the exhibitors, we have speakers, and then we have lunch and then they go home. So, Got it. Um, and, so what um, what is the response usually like? Obviously, it's a it's a good outreach. I'm assuming for y'all, um, but kind of what what is the response like from folks, and and why is it that it's something you've decided to to continue doing um, for 20 years now? We have around a hundred people who come to this, uh, seniors, and we have 35 to 40 exhibits at each um, at each. Um, event. And one of the reasons that we started it was not only to get the information to the seniors, but was to promote our local businesses and our local organizations sure. and to um, have the seniors realize that they don't have to go to Chattanooga. They don't have to go to Nashville to get the services they need, that, that there are local providers. And also so that they could talk to somebody in person rather than, you know, somebody over a phone and waiting online and to, to talk to someone. Um, and just for the uh, social um, sure. benefits, I mean, if you're a senior, you may not be out and around and this gave, gives you an, out, um, an outing one day to go have breakfast with your friends and 
sit and talk and learn something and have lunch with them. And um, we also work with the local rural transportation program with uh, through uh, the Southeast Human Resource Agency. Mm-hmm. And uh, if they need a ride, the co-op will pay the pay for their uh, transportation. Wow. So, um, and we don't have a whole lot that do that, but we have a few each year. Sure. Um, nice. So we try to make it easy for them. Yeah. It would have been really easy for you guys to, you know, a, a lot of events took the approach. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's COVID. It's a weird year. Let's just skip it. What was it? Why Why do you think it was so important that you guys went ahead? And even though it looked very different than what it was before, why do you think it was important for y'all to go ahead and, and go through and, and offer the expo on, on in a different way than you had before? Well, we just feel like it's really important to connect with those seniors and for them to connect with, with their community um, at large. And uh, we didn't want them to think we'd forgotten about them. Um, we just, we're just, we just really are, this is a special program for us. We think it's important and we didn't just want to let it disappear because we really did feel like those seniors were being kind of forgotten anyway. They're at home, they're not getting out. And we felt like we needed to reach out to them. Nice. Have you heard very much from folks? Um, have you gotten um, a response from anybody maybe who's seen it or from any of the vendors that you guys had on as speakers or uh, any kind of uh, uh, you know response from it? Well, our speakers were very happy that they were able to get that information out. Sure. Um, and um, the thing about it being on uh, local access TV, we, we don't know how many people saw it. Um, they did run all of the videos. They ran the first week. They had one video out, but he said, um, you probably ran it every day. We did get a schedule and, uh, of when it was going to be showing. And we did have that in the packet that we gave out so that, and we put that schedule in the local newspapers so that people would know when to check. But um, he said, you know, somebody who's up at 6 a.m. might see it then, but then somebody who's on night owl might be seeing it at 11 o'clock. Sure. So we feel like a lot of people saw it, but we don't really have any way to gauge it. Tough that's to a tell. down. That's a downside. Sure. Um, we could see how many people um, viewed it on our website and on Facebook, but the people who come to the Senior Expo are not really the people who are watching YouTube. Sure. Or, um, or Facebook. Sure. So, but they are the people that sit and watch that local access TV. That's, that's right. They want to know what's going on. <laughs> and that's smart to go ahead and put it on the website and Facebook just in case mm-hmm. somebody does want to see it that way. So that's that's smart. So last question I have for you. Um, if there's somebody, you know, COVID is still kind of hanging around and people are looking at um, events in the spring and, um, you know, it, I mean, who knows if another wave's coming through? There's just so much we don't know. So, if there's somebody who is in your shoes um, and and has an event coming up and thinking about, well, do we do we not have it, or do we try to find some different way to do it? What advice do you have for those folks, or um, whether it's a, a senior expo or any kind of event? What advice would you have for would you have for folks who are kind of on the fence about what to do uh, in these strange times? 
I would say talk to your partners, talk to people in your community, because if I hadn't asked for questions, I don't know that I would have ever thought about asking um, Ben Loman or uh, Bledsoe Telephone to help me with that. But they always come to the um, to the senior expo, so I know that they're interested in getting that information out to the to the community. So think about how could you do this? If you need the video work done, is there somebody that you know in your community who might be able to partner with you? So just think about your contacts and uh, how you can get that word out. Like we worked with the food banks and the senior citizen centers and stuff. So uh, if you work in communications, you have those community contacts. And uh, just sure. think about how you can make partnerships. She is Kathy Black, the Communications Specialist with Sequatchie Valley Electric Co-op. I'm Andy Johns, your host with Pioneer Utility Resources. And until we talk again, keep telling your story. Story Connect is produced by WordSouth and Pioneer Utility Resources. Both companies are built to share your story. Our associate producer is Sarah Wooten. Story Connect is engineered by Lucas Smith of Lucky Sound Studio.